Welcome to another episode of Creativity Lives Here, a podcast designed to support you with tapping into your peak creative potential. So before we dive into the heart of today's episode, I have just a few short tidbits to share with all of you. Firstly, there's an opportunity to work with me one-on-one that's coming up very shortly. I occasionally get people reaching out and asking me if I'm currently offering one-on-one coaching. And the answer to that is yes, there's a really exciting opportunity for that coming up in the next few weeks. I've been creating an offering that I'm really excited about. I feel like it's going to be a really special experience for the people who choose to participate in it. So stay tuned for that. I'm definitely going to be sharing more about it on here and on Instagram and my newsletter. So if you don't follow me yet on those platforms, I also welcome you to do that. And I'll keep you posted. And secondly, if you are enjoying this podcast, it would mean so much to me if you could hop on over to iTunes and rate and review it as that really helps other potential listeners find the show so that we can build our audience. All right, everybody, let's dive into today's episode which is not just about connecting you with your creative power and your peak creative potential. But as I was creating my notes for today's episode, I realized that what I'm going to share with you today is also really about reconnecting you with your inner power. This past year has offered lessons in so many ways. And for me personally, one of the biggest lessons that I'm actually still working through has been staying grounded in my inner strength, wisdom, and knowing. So there's been so much information swirling around this past year, and I believe that regardless of whether you primarily consume mainstream media or alternative media sources, This information overload is something that many of us have experienced in one way or another. For the past eight months or so, I've done a lot of research to get a clearer understanding of what is currently unfolding in our world. And while I felt that that was a necessary and important process, I also found myself experiencing moments where I noticed that I was constantly looking outside myself for answers and reassurance. In a sense, this led me to feel like I was weakening my connection to my own inner knowing and power. Now, you may be wondering what all of that has to do with tapping into a creative flow state. Interestingly, during this time, I observed that the moments where I gave myself the space and the time to tap into a creative flow state 
were also the moments where I felt most connected to my inner power. And I think one of the reasons that is the case is because when we tap into our creativity, we are tapping into one of the most powerful aspects of ourselves as human beings. And in addition to that, when we are in this flow state, we're pretty much just focusing on the task at hand. So whatever we may be engaging in during that time and all of these other things that are swirling around us, whether it's text messages or DMs that are rolling in or news notifications or whatever, all of that fades into the background. And I've always known that it's really powerful to tap into a creative flow state, but it's just become even more clear to me as this year has gone by, which is also why I felt called to create today's episode, which in essence is just a really fun, well, hopefully it's fun, (laughs) summary of some of my favorite tools that I use to tap into a creative flow state. And I've purposely kept these really simple. Um, It's always really important to me that for the most part, the things that I share with you feel accessible to all of you. I want you to feel like you can actually try out the things that I'm sharing with you. And at the same time, as I always like to say when I'm creating my content Take what resonates and leave what doesn't. We are truly all different creative beings. So some of the things that I'm going to share will probably not resonate with you. And that's cool. Um, more than anything, I just hope that this serves as an inspiration for you to discover which tools support you with tapping into a creative flow state. And also just to show you that these tools can be really simple. I really don't think that there has to be a lot of um, complexity and obscure magic behind our tools that we use to tap into our creativity, even though they are magical. I'll definitely say they're magical. All right, I'm I'm gonna get to the point now. So my first tool that I love using is lighting a candle. And that seems so basic, but it's actually one of my favorite tools. And also, I feel one of the most powerful tools that I use. I light a candle actually almost all the time when I'm doing creative work. I found that not only does it create the sense of serenity, which helps my focus, but it also creates the sense of a sacred space, which I feel is really important when we're working on something creative. I definitely believe that when we are creating, that is a very sacred act. And I've also found that just the simple act of lighting a candle signals to my brain that now is the time to create. So that is my first simple little tool. All right, second ritual that I love practicing is preparing a cup of my favorite coffee or tea. So I already love the ritual of 
preparing a cup of coffee or tea and then bringing my steaming cup to my workspace and sipping on it as I dive into my creative work mode. And I've also found that both of these beverages in their own unique ways can support me with tapping into a flow state. And I already created a whole episode about this as far as my favorite coffee goes, which is Papua coffee. I had a wonderful interview with the founder, Christina Avanes, of that coffee company. So if you want to go back and listen to that, I'll link that down in the show notes. And then as far as tea goes right now, I'm currently really loving the Tulsi, I think it's called the Tulsi Clarity Tea by Pukka. And I'll also link that down in the show notes in case you're curious. But I found when I drink it, it just always helps me drop into this really calm, grounded, focused flow state. And I'll also say that I'll normally enjoy the coffee in the mornings. And I love having the tea and the late afternoons or evenings when I have, when I normally have this second burst of creative energy. The third ritual that I practice is taking an early afternoon walk. So this is something that I've been doing really consistently for, I want to say the past six months. I take a walk almost every single day after lunch. I already spoke about this during the last solo cast that I created for you, which is titled How I Raise My Frequency. Um, and by the way, one of the things that I love about these tools that I'm sharing with you today as well is that many of them can be used for different purposes. So the walk helps me tap into a creative flow state, but it also helps me raise my frequency. So I'm just a huge fan of simple tools that can be used for multiple things. It's great. Yeah, and I just love spending time out in nature and in the fresh air. And I've noticed that when I get back from my walks, my energy is in a completely different energetic state than when I left, when I initially left for the walk. And I've also found that it really alleviates this sense of constantly wanting to check my phone or my emails for updates. So usually when I get back from my walk, I'm in this very clear, focused mode. And it's very easy for me to just put my phone aside, put all that stuff aside, and just focus on the creative work that I want to do at that time. So really super powerful. I just keep talking about how much I love walks. And if it's not a practice that you've been doing already, I highly encourage that you try it out if it resonates. It's just been super powerful for me. I love my afternoon walks. The fourth one is kind of a funny one. This one actually only applies to when I'm doing creative work related to writing. So if I'm writing a podcast episode or if I'm writing some social media content or website copy or wh whatever it may be, um, if I'm feeling kind of stuck as I'm in front of my computer, I actually put my computer aside and I'll grab a physical pen and paper 
ideally one of my favorite little colored pens or whatever, and I start writing whatever I want to write about by hand. And that almost always completely unblocks me. So it's such an effective tool if you feel stuck and you want to get your writing flowing again. Just that act of physically writing on pen and paper can really get those thoughts and ideas going. And I'll normally quite quickly transition over to typing into my laptop again, because usually what ends up happening is as I'm writing by hand, my thoughts will start flowing. And soon I'm thinking faster than I can write with my hand. So then it's just much quicker to type. But yeah, such a cool tool. Fifth tool. Um, I have this wonderful timer on my phone. I think it's called the Forest Timer or the Forest app. Man, I should have written this down better. But yeah, forest, basically. I'm going to link this in the show notes so you can look it up. But it's essentially a timer. It's an app that's designed for focus. And you can set a little timer for however long you want to be focused. And during that time, there's this little virtual tree that grows on the screen. And the idea is that during that time, you're not um, you know, distracting yourself, you're basically staying focused on the task at hand. And I've noticed setting that timer to little 25 minute increments. So I'll set it for a 25 minute increment. I'll do my creative work during that time. Then after the 25 minutes are done, I'll get up, uh, maybe stretch a little bit, get a glass of water or whatever. And then if I want to keep going, I'll settle in for another 25 minutes. So I think there's actually a similar technique called the Pomodoro technique, if you are familiar with that. What I will also say, one of the key parts of my creativity coaching work is taking small steps. And I'm going to go more into that in future episodes. The reason I bring it up here is... If 25 minutes seems too long for you or you notice that you're not committing to the full 25 minutes, lower that time, even if it means going as low as five minutes. So setting the goal just to have five minutes of uninterrupted work time is a great place to start because at least you'll have a feeling of accomplishment and you can always work your way up. And I guarantee that even if you just do a few five-minute increments, soon you'll naturally start focusing for longer. All right, the sixth, the sixth, Oh my gosh, I'm, I can't say sixth right now. I don't, it's my bilingualism, bilingualism coming out. The sixth tool, yes, is listening to one of my creativity playlists and specifically a playlist that I created on Spotify for all of you. I, it's a public playlist. Um, it's had a few names over the years, but I recently renamed it Creative Space. So you can just look up my name on Spotify, Leas Linus, and, or look up Creative Space, and you should be able to find it. If you have any trouble, let me know. Um, I'll also link it down in the show notes. And it's essentially a selection of some of my favorite songs to listen to as I'm working on creative work. Most of them are instrumental, so they're not distracting or anything. And I just find them really inspiring. And I'm constantly updating this playlist. So it's not always going to be the same. And I think it's great. I think it's a wonderful 
little free tool that's out there that's just designed to support and inspire all of you. So my friends, those are most of my main rituals that I'm currently using to tap into a flow state. Before I wrap up, I still feel called to share just a couple of inspirations that came my way as I was creating this episode. And by a couple, I genuinely mean to. So the first one is trust that the flow will come. You're not always going to feel a sense of creative flow immediately as you begin working on something. And don't let that keep you from continuing. For example, when I sat down to write the solo cast, I didn't have a clue what I was going to talk about. All I knew was that I felt called to create another solo cast for all of you, but I didn't have any sparks of inspiration yet for what it was going to be about. But I knew that if I sat down and just got myself ready to create by creating a beautiful workspace, lighting my candle, getting my notebook and pens ready, having a cup of tea. Do you see how many of my creative rituals I I squeezed in there? Um, Getting a cup of my favorite Tulsi tea. I knew that if I would do all of these things, the inspiration and the words would come. And they did. So trust that your inner creative spirit and whatever rituals or tools that you've used will be there to support you when you get ready to create. And sometimes they just require a little bit of time and patience. And actually an affirmation that I sometimes tell myself when I settle down to work is, I trust that the flow will come. I trust that the flow will come. And the second little tidbit I still wanted to share has to do with distractibility. The other day, I was on a call with my creativity coaching teacher, Jill Bedonsky, and she shared this wonderful insight about distractibility, which I felt was so relevant to this episode. So I wanted to share it here. Now, this is a slight paraphrase, but in essence, this is what she said. Distractibility is starting to become familiar for many of us, and we like what is familiar. So what would it feel like to make focus feel familiar? I'm going to share that one more time. Distractibility is starting to become familiar for many of us, and we like what is familiar. So what would it feel like to make focus feel familiar? And I think you can also substitute the word focus for flow. Essentially, we have a choice. Do we want distractibility or do we want focus and flow to feel familiar to us? I'm going to leave you on that note. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. I always love creating these solo casts. They're really fun. I wish you all a beautiful day, and I'll connect with you during the next episode.